0: The times are changing, the grass is greening, The days are getting longer. That means golf season is upon us. With April approaching, the Saturday scrambles at Sayre will give way to Thursday nights. Tournament season will also fill the calendar in April, starting with the two-man alumni scramble and ending with the second annual four-man known as the Bob at the end of the month. Slots are filling up fast, so get your team in today by contacting Sayre National at 580-928-9046. Come enjoy the atmosphere at Sayre National, Western Oklahoma's most inclusive club.
1: Build. You will. It's the City on Sports
0: on. Podcast with Aaron Couch. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Monday morning out there. Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports, right here on 98.1 FM. The sports animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. We're hanging out at Sare National this morning. Inside the beautiful sports bar area at Sayre National. Looking out, Jimmy sent me a picture yesterday. Brand new tee box being created on number nine. It's gigantic tee box. Uh, getting everything ready for the growing season, for the tournament season. And, of course, uh, that's coming up here. The Saturday scramble, he's going to tell me who all won. All right, just a second. Uh, let's see, what, two more Saturday scrambles left? That's right, this week. Next week would be April 1st. And then after that, it transitions to Thursday night scrambles, of course. A couple of tournaments coming up in April. And one of those – well, both of them, you need to get on the ball to get in before you miss out on your opportunity. The alumni, two-man alumni, um, looks like it's got about five people left to fill that thing up, which is a vast difference than when we were here last time. Uh, There's been six or seven teams added over this week. So, you know, obviously if that continues – there's not going to be any room for anybody else. So get going. Uh, it's, uh, spots are filling up fast for the alumni, two-man. man. That is April the 8th. That's the Saturday uh, of Easter weekend. It's also the third-round day of the Masters. All of that uh, on the same day there on April 8th. The two-man costs 100 bucks. I just call right down here to the pro shop at Sayre National uh, to get in to be able to play. Uh, Let's see, it's 928-9046, I believe is the phone number.
2: We'll find out when the phone starts ringing. Uh,
0: (laughs) We may have to answer it as people (laughs) are out there listening, and we'll get everybody written down. Let's see. Uh, So you've got that coming up, and then at the end of the month, the four-man known as The Bob, the 29th and 30th of April. It's always a great time. Uh, They've had it last year. And uh, it went off without, uh, with, with really good success. So doing it again for the second straight year. I know they've got some sponsors um, that are going to be here. I think, let's uh, see. I don't want to tell anything that's not true. But I want to say that that's Cudd uh, and Barbara Dyson are cooking. But that may be for later on this summer. or different. Uh, yeah, later on this summer. There's a
2: lot of events planned here. There is a, a lot, lot. of events
0: yeah. Jimmy fills my head with all this information, and then I have a hard time remembering. Uh, Keeping everything straight. He just
2: needs to come over here and tell us. That's what he needs to do. Just one day, come out here. Hey,
0: just because he got to be on the show Friday doesn't mean he needs to be an all-time guest. He did good. That's Did you listen? He did good. I heard that it was good. He did really
2: well. I gave him some open mic to talk about OYE. Yeah. And uh, the shooting competition uh, Mm -hmm. uh, kids were honored over there. And that, I thought that was cool. No, he did good.
0: Yeah, it was a really cool thing. The first yeah. ever, uh, you know, yeah. breeding season. Yeah. What the, the star and the team was the right the, the stars of the night.
2: Well, what's cool is that, you know, that thing went off last fall and they honored him at OIE as it wrapped up this last week. And the number, and I forget the number, but, the, you know, it's a statewide event. I was like, wait a minute. He told me that how many kids participated from the entire state at this event, first time, and usually the first time. Like, okay, this is a nice start. It's just going to get bigger.
0: I mean, the it, shooting sports, the stuff? shooting yeah.
2: sports, yeah, but that they have in the fall. It's just going to get bigger from there. It's it's awesome. As shooting sports, man, that's a way to get to college and beyond too. There's some kids out here who are going to college just for that.
0: There's a bunch. Uh, uh, what's his name? McGee mm-hmm. won the the. In college, the, that first day, a couple of years ago, uh, in his first year at Lindenwood.
2: And Jimmy pointed out something I didn't even think of. There's possibilities of, of a path to the Olympics because there are events like that. Yeah, you know, that's,
0: that's something you don't think of, but it's exactly right. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that, that was pretty cool to see that. Uh, but Jimmy was great on Friday. But I'm relieved that you're back. How was your extended weekend?
0: I, I can tell you. I can tell you where you don't want to go during spring break.
2: South Padre Island. I've done that. It's- <laughs> well, okay. Okay. Let, let me retract this. You mean with the kids? Or I so? guess okay. with kids. I can
0: actually tell you two places that if, if you don't like a lot of people, you don't want to go. One is the gathering place in Tulsa.
2: Yeah, yeah. I bet that was packed. I
0: went there. Yeah. It wasn't this year. It was a couple years back when it just was kind of brand new. Uh-huh. Whoa. There's a lot of kids in Oklahoma. And I think every one of them was there <laughs> for spring break. Yeah. Yes. And then another place you don't, uh, it, it was, no, I shouldn't say you don't want to go, but it was a blast. It's one of those. Uh, I don't know if we should say the name, but anyway, it, you know, it's got the arcade, it's got the bowling, it's got the mini golf, it's sure. got the laser yeah. tag, you know, so
2: it has a lot of events, all kinds this of place. stuff. Yeah. like yeah.
0: Maybe the thunder wrap up show <laughs> that I was listening to yesterday uh, is a spring <laughs> off of, you know, it's got of course as all places like this have figured out, one of the ways that you go, that you get kids to come, is if you offer their parents adult beverages I've, to, be of able to, to be able to be there. Well, to tolerate it. It was, <laughs> it was fun. We, you know, we stroll in there, and we don't really know what we're doing. Ask the lady, you know, okay, it's this for this, this price for this. And, yeah, what about that bowling? she, yeah. she kind of giggled. I was like, yeah. And she goes, well, there's a waiting list until 9 p.m. Oh, forget that. Yeah, it was 2. Yeah, wow. <laughs> when we were there. It was, it, wow. When we first got there, it was like 2. Like, all right, well, never mind. Yeah. I guess we're not bowling Not today. bowling. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, we had fun there. We went with Nate uh, kind of at a sports bar uh, near where we were staying in the city. And, to, and we just happened to walk in about halftime of that Purdue game. And, of course, we're there throughout the duration of the second half and everybody going crazy. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. We had a good time. Uh, we went to a place in Arcadia. It's that it, it has all kinds of different varieties of pop. Have you ever been there? You know pops, what I'm talking about? pops
2: off of Sixty Six, right yes. on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you've heard of it. I, I don't think I've ever been there. It was but it's awesome. It's a staple. Yeah, you have I can't to stop believe there. how cool it was.
0: That's cool. I was looking up different things and I thought, I wonder what this is. Let's go here. Oh, it was it was phenomenal. That's cool. We've got a twelve pack of variety of different sodas in our yeah. uh, refrigerator right now, so it was nice. Very very nice. All go right, ahead. tournament wise,
2: yeah. Let's, let's not look at my bracket, but oh yeah, let's well, look at your bracket.
0: Mine was awesome until last night. Like, literally, I couldn't wait to come on here and start bragging. And then it was, it was like one singular play changed the course of my bracket forever. And you know what play that was, Jared?
2: Well, you're not a gambling man. It wasn't the three-pointer made by TCU, was it? No. What play was it?
0: It was the gold ten, not gold ten.
2: Oh, that was wild.
0: In the in the uh, Marquette game.
2: Yeah, that was wild.
0: Here's the deal. I'm not going to sit here and say it cost them the game. That's not that's not the point of what I'm about to say. But how arbitrary is it that one second made the difference between the game stopping and they get like the Supruder film breakdown and the C- <laughs> CSI place to to see if that ball hit the the glass first like they do under two minutes for every i mean i I still it still bugs me thinking clear back to the to the texas tech virginia national title game in overtime virginia knocks the ball out of tech's hands or what have you and then they go back and they see it just graze a fingernail of the the, the, you can't make that you know and and so i'm not even sitting here advocating for the fact that it was a goaltend i i they didn't slow it down to where you could really tell, like they do all those other plays. Right. But because it was with two minutes and one second, they don't get to. <laughs> no, that is one second. Yeah. yeah, that one second. It's so arbitrary. And, and and you can't tell me that that didn't change the way the rest of that game was played. That's right. It was about to be if, – if that goes Marquette's way, it's a one-point game. Everything stops. Instead, Michigan State goes right back down the court, gets another driving layup. I mean, Michigan State was awesome down the stretch of that game. There's no doubt about it. Uh, once the game was tied, I think, what well, they ended up like a 13-2 to two run or something crazy like that. They were better down the stretch. But it just it, – it's – that can't be the system where one second makes the difference maybe in moving on and not. No, yeah. uh, it, it, it's just crazy. That they got to come up with a better way. And, and, and listen, I am in no way hoping that they uh, – maybe, maybe like the NBA, just the challenge – you know? Sure. You, you get yeah. a challenge or two throughout the game, and that's it. You know, it, there's nothing worse than watching them stop the clock or, or stop play under two minutes, go over the clock and add, like, 0.3 seconds because that's when the ball hit before the official blew. I mean, that stuff is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was like that play. Then Marquette loses, then Baylor loses, then last night TCU loses, and all of a sudden my bracket that didn't have the just – Giant holes in it, like everybody else's basically had, now yeah. has them gaping yeah. ones. Uh, as we get to the, the into the Sweet Sixteen,
2: yeah, it's it's been a horrible year for like. There's not even a perfect bracket after day one, right? It's just been a horrible year for everybody's bracket. That's why it's a punch in the gut that I'm, like, tied for 23rd in our contest. <laughs> I'm like, well, if, everyone, if everyone's having a bad bracket, maybe I, and I, I keep refreshing, hoping maybe this loss or win will help me, and it doesn't. It's just at least my champion's still there. But Purdue threw everybody for a loop. Um, do you have the, the standings in front of yeah, you? Yeah, I've got them right here. I Do not Do you know who our leader is, Joel? Yeah.
0: No. I'm, I don't I'm know, showing, but he
2: has Purdue as his champ. So you know I'm showing the
0: leader be. is Scotty.
2: Well, maybe I need a refresh guy's again. guy's seventy. I need a Scotty
0: Kelly. See here. Here's where. Oh, there, I,
2: yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. It. I just refreshed. He's Mar- right there. Tied. Yep. I guess they're tied. He's tied for first. But
0: I would put him in the lead because of the max points. See that? That was where I was so dominant heading into that Marquette game. I was over a hundred points ahead of everybody yeah. because I hadn't taken those gigantic uppercuts to the face like everybody else had taken. And now you look up and it's like, uh oh. Um. now I'm 1240. 40 uh, Isn't that wild? Uh, as my possible okay. top because losing two Final Four teams uh, yesterday with Baylor and the championship game participant in Marquette. I, kn- I know one thing on Saturday when, when we got home, watching the second half of that Houston game, there was a bunch of people that were just about to have their bat- – at least in our contest, completely imploded. And what a second half by Kelvin's team. Holy Moses. They look good in that second Anybody half. Anybody
2: who's worrying about them, I think that that's been put to rest. All right. So who do you think
0: looked? who do you think looked the best in, in the first, first two the, rounds? The, the cumulative or? of the two games, who do you think has looked the best?
2: It for me, and no one likes this team, but Alabama. They've lived up to that number one overall seed, and they haven't. There's been little doubt in both their games. So my vote's the. Uh, the Tide there. How about you?
0: Uh, Alabama is definitely on that list. I think UCLA has been very, very good as well. I would lean UConn. UConn has been tremendous, especially in the second halves of, of a couple of double-digit wins. Uh, if, if you went like the entirety of the 80 minutes that have been played, it's probably Bama or UCLA. Uh, you know, UCLA had a little bit of trouble, I guess, down the stretch in, the, in their second game. Uh, the other day against who was who were they playing? Northwestern. Yeah, it was Northwestern. And then uh, Tiger Campbell, the guy with the crazy hair, made every free throw that he shot, and they put that one away. Uh, Bama, it, it, Bama, probably it's probably Bama. Tennessee uh, was Tennessee. Uh, they, and,
2: uh, Rick Barnes and Tennessee. They look good.
0: But I, I would lean UConn, and, and and part of it's because I had UConn in the Final Four. But man, it, and this may be because uh, the next question before, and then we're, we'll take a break, and then I've got to like a magic wand question. Okay. Um, which of the regionals are you most excited to see how it finishes?
2: Um, maybe just for – because I mentioned how good Alabama's looked, and it just looks like they're going to steamroll through that one, right? But as far as entertainment and the the unknown of I don't know who's going to come out of this region, I'll stick with that west region. Yeah. Arkansas, I, I picked them to beat Kansas. I feel good, felt good about that. But I have UConn beating Arkansas. Um, you know, I got this. Plus, I got this entire region right. Uh, Gonzaga and UCLA seem like a, a, a lot of fun. West Coast fun in, in that one too. And Gonzaga didn't look the best yesterday, but they turned it on there late and, and to get that win. Um, you know, then there's UCLA, who I kind of have as a dark horse that could make a run. I kind of pegged them as a dark horse, but. Um, I changed my mind when I started picking the bracket, but I think the West, just because of the unknown, I think that it's going to be evenly matched up and a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, whoever wins, and then whoever gets into the lead eight and play each other, that one, flip a coin. I don't know.
0: It looks, and part of it is because it's kind of got the the highest seeds left in in some ways. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, an eight, obviously, but it's Arkansas, and, and Arkansas was a team that started out in the top ten of, of the the before the before the season started. So there's no. No mystery with Arkansas. And then you got the two the three and the four. Um, you know, I just it the play looks more fun than what we saw from the the one right above it. At least on the bracket with the Midwest, with Houston and Miami, Xavier and Texas. Um, it, it just the, the watching those teams play. It was more fun brand of basketball to me, and, and I can't wait to see how it works out. Um, you know, there, there's that Purdue region which I think outside of a few people, uh, that was the one where it was the hardest to pick because I was never picking Purdue. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this was one of those years, and I didn't end up doing it. You did on one of them. But outside of Alabama, and Alabama, it wasn't because it was Alabama. It's because there, I didn't necessarily like the matchup in the second round for either of those other two teams. But outside of them, I could have seen any of the other three losing as the one seeds in the second round. Auburn gave Houston – I mean, Auburn made Houston look terrible in the first half. And you could – I mean, that was one of those you could envision, like, wait a minute, that's a tough one for – that's a really tough game for Houston in round one – or in round two. Obviously, Arkansas-Kansas was the same way. And even though Purdue didn't make it, uh, both – I mean, a lot of people had Memphis beating Purdue, and Memphis didn't even beat Florida Atlantic. You know, so for the first time, I was thinking about this. I, I genuinely considered – having number one seeds beaten in the second round. I don't remember, like, three out of the four of them, like, genuinely considered having that. Yeah. And I, I just don't ever remember, and I think that speaks to the, the parity and why, you know, like, I didn't pick a one seed to get the final four. It looks like it could still – it could definitely still happen with two left, but at the same time, nobody's going to be shocked if it doesn't because if you watch San Diego State – they looked really good this week uh, in these yeah. first couple of games uh, but so did alabama i so, think
2: that all speaks to the the era that we're living that's in it. the transfer portal there's just so much parity that you can go from one school to another school to another school you could be almost what five schools for some kids in, in before it's all said and done i think it evens out the playing field a little bit it's not as top heavy as we've seen I still, though, kind of lean, or I did, which might have been my – I mean, it's a fault of mine. I mean, I'm leaning on when I was making some picks. Like, I picked Kentucky, okay, because it's Kentucky, right? But now it's just – I think it's harder and harder to pick these brackets because of that parody we spoke of.
0: Yeah, and, you know, nobody was really surprised when Creighton beat Baylor.
2: No, yeah, and that's the thing, too. No one's going, whoa, you know, like, oh, well, okay.
0: I mean, even Princeton.
2: (laughs) Princeton's beating Missouri. I mean, watching them play, and, they look better. Yeah.
0: They look like the better team. And, and here's the crazy thing. They looked more they, they looked just as athletic. Now that's not something you can really say about Princeton very often, but they had some athletic dudes out there. Man, they were good. Uh, Dakota's right. The storylines. Feels like this year is a little bit light on them so far.
1: hmm And
0: maybe it's because maybe it's because of the newness of some of these teams and we don't know that we don't know the players on the teams maybe it's because everybody's tiptoeing around uh, so much around the Alabama thing with Miller i mean listening to the, the commentary on those games i mean it was you could just tell you know that one play he blocks the shot goes down he hits the three on the other end and there was some excitement but it was kind of muted and you know they're they're thinking well we can't go crazy for this guy that with everything swirling around him yeah. you know so, I, I think Dakota spot on there with the, the lack of storylines in some ways um, so far in the first couple of weeks, or the first couple of games on the first weekend. Let's take a break. When we come back here to Sayre National, I'm going to give you a magic wand, Jared. Now, yeah. And all the losses that you've had are wiped away. From right here, I want you to tell me who you think is going to end up uh, in the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and then your ultimate national champion. Skinny on Sports hanging out at Sayre National. On a Monday, Jim Traber coming up at 9.30. Coming back right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. Are you looking for a place to watch the excitement of March Madness? Maybe a spot to enjoy the final round of the Masters. Or do you need a venue to hold an alumni get together? The clubhouse at Sayre National is your spot. Maybe you just need a spot to relax after a round of golf. The sports bar at Sayre National is the place with huge TVs and plenty of cold beverages to turn those bogeys on the course into birdies afterward. Don't forget the banquet room can hold a lot of folks with access to the sports bar as well. Come enjoy the atmosphere at Sayre National, Western Oklahoma's most inclusive club. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back, Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal hanging out at Sayre National. Your Saturday scramble. Two more Saturday scrambles before that rolls into Thursday night uh, starting April the 6th. So you got this Saturday, next Saturday, is, which is April the 1st, and then uh, April the 6th will be the first Thursday night scramble. Your winners at five under, Drew Horning, Hunter Hines, Cade Burns, Mitchell Gardner, and Andy Thurston. Five under par, it's a good round. It was not the nicest day on Saturday. Uh, By the time we got back though, it looked like the wind had died a little bit, and it was chilly, to say the least. But congrats to those guys. Two more chances at a Saturday scramble here at Sayre National uh, this winter golf season. Of course, the alumni coming up on uh, April the 8th. The Bob, four-man, the 29th and 30th alumni is a two-man. Dean Jackson band after the alumni. The alumni bash out here. Uh, That evening, it's always a lot of fun here at Sayre National. All right, Jared. For time's sake, your magic wand is going to wipe everything away. And you can start from right here.
2: So you want me to give you my final four? What is your
0: final four? It's not all Your championship game and your national champ.
2: All right. Out of the south, I got Alabama. I'll take Alabama. Out of the east – You know what? It's hard for me to go against Michigan State. Uh, So I I think they navigate that one. I'm sticking with Houston out of the Midwest. And out of the West, I'm going to stick with Gonzaga. Even after everything I've seen. I I think there's question marks with UCLA. I think Gonzaga's just a better team out of the West. So my championship game, I, I still put Alabama and Houston there with Houston winning. How about you?
0: I think I would, I'll would. i keep Texas there. I, I think they got away with one against Penn State with shooting it terribly but still winning. Uh, DeSue was awesome. Just awesome. Uh, but they, they couldn't make a three, and, but they got away with it. So maybe that's their one game. You know what I mean? Everybody always has that game where it's like, ugh, didn't play great, but they are able to win. I'll, I'll stay with Texas. Although the second half, I just, is Houston the first half or the second half? If they're the second half team, they'll win it all. You know, Sasser, the, all that kind of that didn't really work out great. But then, you know, they won. They won other ways, which is which is a a, a real trait. I love UConn, watching them. But they didn't have a bat. You know what I mean? They, they're still going to have a, a struggle, sort of game. But man, they look good. Um, I, I can't wait to see that that whole as we just talked about. I'll, I'll stay with UConn, although UCLA just kind of looks like that team that. that you know they've got they've had the same kind of guy the same group for a while now. Mm-hmm. Heartbreak against Gonzaga in the Final Four a couple years ago when Suggs threw in the half quarter. You know those guys were young men. They're the kind of the grizzled old vets now. They're going to be hard to beat. Uh, but UConn, just man, UConn looks talented and, and just really really good. I'll go Tennessee in the East. I had them in the lead Eight anyways. Um, see Michigan State to me. I, I that game just makes me sick because Marquette was so much better than Michigan State, and they just could not beat them. Uh, I just – anytime you make 11 threes and the other team makes two, you should never lose that game. But they did. Um, but I'll, I'll go Tennessee and then Bama. I, I just I – don't, I don't see as much as you'd like to, the, the cool story of either Creighton or Princeton in the Final Four. It's got to be Bama to me. Yeah. Uh, they've just looked – man, they look good. And they, they just they, – they really – they have – I think in a lot of these other teams, you can kind of okay, yeah, they got the big guy, but uh, the guards are—they've got everything. They've got the point guard in Quinterly. They got Miller out there, who is just phenomenal. I kept on watching them against Maryland, thinking this is exactly the guy Presty has been looking for: length, athleticism, could shoot, and there's zero chance they'll draft him right. when it comes right down to it. Yeah, and then the, and then the big guy in the middle—I don't even remember him. B- Betty Occo or whatever he was, his name is. Oh my gosh. So they... Bama looks really good. There's no doubt about that. And so it's, it's going to be hard to go against them. Final four, I'll take... i actually think it, it, it could be Bama and te- uh, Texas. And I would go with Alabama as the national champion right now. If I, had to, if I could change it, I would pick Alabama to win it all. Just watching them play at first.
2: And it gave me... Shivers thinking of uh, a national title game featuring Alabama and Texas (laughs) in basketball of all
0: You know what? Uh, Honestly, I I take that back. I I would put UConn in the finals after watching them.
2: You're enamored with them. Man,
0: they are good. They are good. And they have a lot of different things too. You know, the first game um, when they were playing Iona, that was a fun first half. And then that Hawkins dude who couldn't hit the prop side of the bar and comes out and makes like three threes in the first couple of minutes, and it's just like this game is over. Yeah. And then they just systematically wore down St. Mary's. Yeah, I like I like UConn. It's going to be a fight. <laughs> the, I mean that could be the funnest game. We will talk about that tomorrow. What's your which game are you which game looking are you forward looking to? forward to yeah. the most in the Sweet Sixteen? That that Arkansas UConn that if they let them go, and by they I mean the coaches and the officials. Just to let them go play, man. That could be a lot of fun to watch those two teams go back and forth, up and down the floor against each other, yep. uh, coming up in the Sweet Sixteen. All right, I guess we'll let take a break. Come back from Sarah National. We'll have the ultimate Jim Traber on the horn. Get his thoughts on the NCAA tournament. I'd love to get. I'd love to talk about the World Baseball Classic a little bit with him. Me too. How much he's watched. Why is it so much more exciting? Does it feel like an even World Series at times? Is it just that you know nation versus nation, uh, Thunder, all kinds of things to pick Jim's brain coming back from Sarah National it's Skinny on Sports right here on the Sports Animal. The times are changing. The grass is greening. The days are getting longer. That means golf season is upon us. With April approaching, the Saturday scrambles at Sayre will give way to Thursday nights. Tournament season will also fill the calendar in April, starting with the two-man alumni scramble and ending with the second annual four-man known as the Bob at the end of the month. Slots are filling up fast, so get your team in today by contacting Sayre National at 580-928-9046. Come enjoy the atmosphere at Sayre National, Western Oklahoma's most inclusive club. Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports. 98.1 FM, the sports animal. We're hanging out at Sayre National here this morning. Uh, Don't forget the Saturday scrambles wrapping up in a couple of weeks. Tuesday night scrambles will start on April 6th. That leads into the Easter weekend, which has the uh, alumni tournament. That's a two-man scramble. 100 bucks a team. Uh, There's actually 11 slots, Jared. Oh. But five sounds better. It makes people sign up yeah. faster.
2: Yeah, sense of urgency, yes. That's
0: exactly right. But uh, it'll be a full tournament, there's no doubt. They'll end up being 36 teams uh, out here on that weekend.
2: Were you um, told we're here through April, you know that?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: hopefully that weather turns, we could do our show outside. That's yeah,
0: That'd be nice. You and, know? Then, and then that's a two-man. Then the Bob at the end of the uh, month is a four-man, Saturday and Sunday, the 29th and 30th. That's a good time with a party on Saturday night. As well. Joining us now is the voice you'll hear at two o'clock right here on these airways. It is the ultimate Jim Traber. Jim, how are you doing?
3: I'm good, fellas. How's everything out there? I'm coming out there today, I'm coming to share today. Are you really? I didn't find out about it until a couple of days ago, but I'm coming to share. <laughs>
2: That's how it works sometimes.
0: Uh, things yeah. are things are <laughs> kinda starting to green up. A little bit of some leaves on some tree. Yeah, kinda trying I'm to see some green trees yeah, over here. Some, yeah it's uh Beautiful it's trying to turn and get into where the, is the golf play.
3: where is the golf course according like when you drive in the town
0: all right so from where from where you are going to be if you yeah. it's it's clear on the complete other side of town um uh, what you would do is instead of getting off at the, that first exit like you do out there uh, by yeah. WTC and all that you would keep going there's a town, there's a middle exit that would take you to the courthouse then there's another one that's exit 20 out by uh, Flying J, and if you take that exit, you come into town on the highway. It's right. Out, it's just to your uh, west on the oh, south okay. south side of town. It's, it's a little nine hole.
2: It's across the street from Skinny's house. Yeah, so it is real <laughs> simple to find. <laughs> it's across the street <laughs>
0: across the highway. Uh, there's, a, there's a city park that's got a pond and some walking, some baseball, rodeo, and stuff like that. It's just out here. They they built a brand new clubhouse. What, uh, probably coming on two months ago now, or two years ago now? Coming up, yeah. And so it, it's really kind of reinvigorated the golf course and, and got people coming out. Well, very good. It's, it's good stuff, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah,
3: I'll be coming out to Rob's Ranch today. So uh, they, uh always love coming out there. Great people. My man, my man, Jeremy out there, Jeremy Gray. So.
0: Yeah, Jeremy's – I will
3: be out there.
0: Jeremy's bracket is not doing too bad. He's in our contest, and he's he, he's got a bunch of his team still left. How's yours doing? after the first it's a, weekend. It's a
3: fiasco. <laughs> Absolute fiasco. I've never had such a so uh, I don't think I've ever had such a worse bar- bracket in my life. Really. I mean, I had Kansas in the final four. I had, uh, I got Houston winning it, but I don't know if they can. I had Arizona going to final four. So it is, uh, it's not good. I did a couple teams that I did do well with. I did well with, I did have Creighton going two rounds and I did have, uh, Xavier going two rounds. But other than that, dude, it was a, the whole thing was horrible. We we terrible. We talked
2: about this in the opener, and we'll ask you the same question. Everybody's bracket, I think, is is crazy right now, like you said. Is it because of the there's parity? There's a lot of parity throughout the tournament because of the transfer portal and stuff like that, one and done? Yeah.
3: Let me tell you this there's three things um, portal, NIL, and COVID. Yeah. Because I think that. These teams are getting to be able to have more, like you know, more uh, senior-laden teams. And I'm not talking about notice that the big boys aren't around, right? The blue bloods, right? North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas. You know, none of those teams are around, but these other teams have been able to keep their players an extra year, and um, it's a good spot for. People to go to whether they're moving down from you know maybe there maybe there was a guy at a big school and they moved down. Look at what look at what Tang has done at Kansas State. So I just think it's a different time right now. I don't. I mean, and maybe it'll change in the next couple of years after we get rid of all these COVID years. But I think that's one of the reasons, man. You get you look at some of these teams that are playing right now. They've got some experience now. They have got dudes that have been playing. And you look at like Kentucky yesterday, and they're you know they're going with the one and dones as usual. So. I think uh, I think those are the reasons why it, everything's kind of crazy.
0: It, it seems to me, outside of maybe Marquette and Michigan State, um, the teams that can score are the teams that are still left, and that that seems a little bit different than it has been in the past to me. Uh, but but right now, uh, you know, the, the shooting—I I think I saw going into yesterday—the uh, the entire tournament was only making like thirty percent from behind the three-point arc, but the attempts were way way up from recent years. The the scoring though it seems has been a big factor in the teams that are moving on for the most part.
3: Yeah, it's nice not to watch. It's nice not to watch fifty three forty eight, isn't it? I mm-hmm. mean, at least there's some scoring going on. It's still some of the basketball to me still is not. I mean, it's hard to watch. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it. You'd like to see that both ou ou and OSU will take a look at that. Maybe think, hey, maybe we try to get up and down the floor a little bit more and do some things instead of like being coached. Like, way too much. So, yeah, that's a, um, that's a good thing. We saw some pretty good games. That Kansas State K- Kentucky game was a good game. And, um, but you know, you watch like the Princeton and some of these other teams when, I, you know what I like? I, li- I like teams that are precise and that have precision, that mm-hmm. know what they're doing, that don't make mistakes, that are in the right spots. But Princeton, I can watch a Princeton game, fellas, that's in the mid 50s because there's a reason for it. I can't stand watching an OU or an OSU game that's in the mid-50s because the reason why is because they're throwing the ball away and they're taking bad shots. You know what I'm saying? Princeton is doing it because they're methodical and they do what they do. That's great. That's pathetic for, for a team with the athletes that OSU has. Now, as i am beating OSU, congratulations. I mean, they're still alive in the NIT tournament. I mean, my God, Youngstown State and Eastern Washington. That's what they've beaten so far. I guess if they play, what, North Texas tomorrow night?
0: I think that's right, yes. Yeah.
3: That'll be interesting. Of course, that's a guy that is uh, another Scott Drew disciple who has been mentioned for the possibility of the OU job. So that'll be, <laughs> that'll be interesting to watch. Of course, he doesn't run them down the floor at all either, so that'll be an interesting game.
0: Who has impressed you the most through the first couple of games uh, throughout the entire tournament? Is there a single team that uh, you kind of look and go, man, they're, they're either better, I thought, or boy, they're playing well?
3: Um, well, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, like I talked about Princeton, they really impressed me. I mean, they I think it's cool when you can go out on the floor and the other team has, like, just about everybody, every other player is, you know, better than them, you know, or more athletic, but they can still play with you. Um, they've been impressive. I think Xavier's good. I think Xavier can make a move, guys. Matter of fact, I had Xavier beating Texas. Now, Texas, I got to give it up to Texas too. Cause they're better than I thought. But, um, yeah, I've Xavier, I've Xavier beaten Texas. I think Gonzaga has a chance. That should be interesting with Kansas out of that bracket. Alabama's really good, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people picked Alabama, but they're good. There's just, there's, uh, I mean, there's teams that we never thought would be there, but there's also the teams that we did think had a really good chance, so. I think Gonzaga's got it open there. Huh? If Gonzaga can do the things that they do, I think they got a chance to get to the Final Four.
0: See, for us, that's that's the most intriguing bracket uh, that's left, even without Kansas in there. But you know about Arkansas. Uh, they made a run, what, last year, knocking off Gonzaga and Chet Holmgren to the lead eight. They were a top-10 team preseason, had some injuries. They're back. To me, UConn has looked as good as anybody. Uh, they, they just look athletic and compl- they're just all over the floor, and then that UCLA Gonzaga game—it's the Adam Morrison crying game from a from a few, <laughs> few years back. I think those games—I can't wait to see what happens in that bracket specifically.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. UCLA Gonzaga is really going to be exciting. Um, I'm going to tell you something. UConn, UConn—you said it was surprising me. UConn's better than I thought. I mm-hmm. I kept hearing people look out for UConn. UConn—I <clears throat> think I watched UConn play like two times this year. They man—they got some athletes, colors. I mean, they are. They're high flying. Um, they're fun to watch. I just all I can hope for though is that like uh, Porter Moser. you think Porter Moser's is watching some of these I don't know.
2: no uh, he was at you the think, women's game the other day, so I know he's not watching. Oh, he?
3: Well, good for him. <laughs> and that's exciting. That that you can get some points from that. I guess. Um, no, I mean I'm serious. I it, I don't know if he watches or not, but I sure hope that he is. If I'm an OU fan, I hope that he is. Because you're watching these dudes get up and down the floor, and I mean it's good stuff. And uh, you know, so I, I I just hope that they're watching.
2: I want to go back to Kansas. Do, it, it was the lack of Bill Self the reason they
3: lost. I doubt it. You know, they were they were really good, and I thought that they'd get to the Final Four. Um, but Arkansas Arkansas has athletes, you know, and I think that when you have that, look at. Look at b- both OU and OSU played them right down to the wire on their tag on home floor. Yep. This is one of, this wasn't one of the best teams, but I think Bill Self brought them together. But I, I don't know, man. I, maybe Bill could have made a couple of moves on the sideline, but I, I'm not going to blame it on that. I mean, I'm sure it's some of it, but I'm not going to blame it on that. They just ran into a really athletic team who's got a good coach when he doesn't take his clothes off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can't even imagine what happens if they go to the final four with that guy
3: <laughs> He's i know just, holy cow <laughs> i know i know it's crazy all
0: right we're hanging out uh at sarah national talking to jim traber as we do on uh, just about every monday of the year i want to switch it to something that we just simply don't talk about very much because people don't want to talk about it but why is the world baseball classic so exciting and how so exciting so it's been so exciting and that that Venezuela US USA game the other night was awesome it feels like there's there, there's more and we've even heard the guys say this like these especially the foreign guys this almost has started to mean more important to them than the World Series i don't know if they're lying if that's the truth but i think it goes and it can show you that baseball can be exciting without changing a whole bunch of the rules which is what's happened in major league baseball
3: yeah you're right, man. They're not They're not doing that stupid thing where you have to get in the box and all that, right? I haven't really watched a lot of it. I'm just saying, here's the deal. To play for your country, fellas, is just seems to be to me would be really cool. I wish I could have played for my country. And you look at these other countries and all they want to do, I played in the Dominican, man. Mm-hmm. All they care about is showing you that their baseball is better than the United States. Japan, I mean, I played there, too. <laughs> Baseball in Japan, fellas, is like the NFL here, so it is huge. This, I can't imagine how many people are going to watch this championship game in Japan. I, right. I'm going to tell you that it might be the it might be the biggest event that's ever been watched because they uh, they love it. I mean, they love their baseball. Baseball is massive. So yes, yeah, you look at every country, every country in this thing except maybe Italy like you know and those some of those weird countries I say weird weird to baseball. Mm-hmm. every single one of them except the United States baseball is the biggest deal going even in even with soccer like in the Dominican baseball is bigger than soccer Venezuela bigger now Colombia probably it's is big you know uh, soccers bigger. but these countries man baseball is what it's all about so yeah, they're getting out there. They're playing for their lives, I man. They're playing for their country. So it's pretty cool. I thought the Americans were just going to get, you know, eliminated. They came back and they came back and played well. You know that Grand Slam by Turner, like obviously, was huge. But uh, that game will be fun tomorrow night. I don't. I'll probably watch some of it. You know, of course, I've got uh, what I got a big uh, Oklahoma State uh, NIT game going on tomorrow night. So don't you know, got to get settled for that. But um, yeah, I. It's cool. It's cool to watch these countries because they just want to prove they're better than the United States. You know, I'm shocked about the Dominican. That Dominican lineup, fellas, was just ridiculous. Yeah. What the heck happened
2: to them? No, nah, no, they cl- quit. I don't know. That was a shocker to me too.
3: I thought it would be. I thought the three teams that I could thought were winning were Japan, Dominican, and the United States. And Venezuela did a great job. Colombia even did a Who Who the heck plays from Colombia?
2: Who plays from Mexico? Mexico's in the south. I know, Mexico's
3: <laughs> another one. Yeah, Mexico's really cool, too. Yeah. Well, they, uh, I mean, I, again, that's crazy. I played in Mexico, too. I played in, like, four of the countries that were in this thing. <laughs> the Dominican, Mexico, Japan, and the United States. I played in all four of those.
0: Mexico's got... Uh... Rosa Rosarena did you see that story yeah he's no. he's been for, for like the last year at once or so he was petitioning the, the president to let him be a Mexican citizen just so he could play in this oh wow and he finally yeah. did and so now he's playing a uh, hidden lead off for the Mexicans I guess tonight you've got uh uh Roki Satoshi uh Sasaki I mean 21 uh, year old he's supposed to be the next phenom from Japan um that could be interesting. Tonight to or tomorrow. It's, night? T- is is that's tonight so, or tomorrow. T- tonight is uh, Mexico Japan in the semis. Oh, okay. And then tomorrow night is the the. That's
3: like, right. I already I already put Japan in the final. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's been cool. Ooh, how about that other kid who came in and struck out three big leaguers and then the Tigers gave him a contract yeah. that night. That's was, cool. That was was cool. he from Colombia? Where was he from? Mm. I can't remember. I think
0: he was from Colombia. I think he was from Colombia.
3: Yeah, because nobody goes to Colombia scouting anybody. Trust me, they're scouting <laughs> Venezuela and they're scouting the Dominican, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico yeah, nobody's scouting Colombia. Heck, they're scared they get shot when they go over there. Hmm. Stabbed. Although you get shot just in Mexico, is this is easy right now? Yeah. But anyway, it's uh, yeah, they it it it's cool for them young kids to have a chance. I've never heard of this Sasaki kid. So he's a young stud. He's a pitcher.
0: Yeah, twenty-one. The comparisons are Degrom-like stuff. Throws it harder than Otani, or just kind of some quotes that you see around the coming from over there. I guess uh, he's. It's going to be a one-time thing. And then if they
3: thing. win. Otani. Is Otani set to pitch the final?
0: Uh, ooh, he. It's been a while since he threw.
3: I don't know. I don't know if they're
2: using him there.
0: Yeah, he's there. He pitched.
2: They're using him at he, pitcher. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He threw like a hundred and two that first
2: game. I, you, he I can do it. He, he can there. do both. It doesn't matter. Let him go.
0: Uh, let's switch to the Thunder.
2: No, no. Well, okay, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go no, ahead. No, you ask. got one more. Uh, baseball, and you got your preview coming up next week, right?
3: Uh, is it next week? No, it's it's a week from the day. You're right. Yeah, baseball preview a week from the day. We got uh, our man Tim Kerchin and Phil Rogers, and then Mark Rogers. Two Rogers will be on. <laughs> so yeah, Mark's been on the last year, so he's been doing a good job. He follows it so close, so. Uh, we will be making all our predictions on all the different uh, divisions, and of course, uh, who we think is going to be in the playoffs and the championship. So it's uh, it should be a great show. I, I I always forget how many years it is. It's something like twenty five, somewhere in that neighborhood. But it's uh, it is a really good show. Is this it's three o'clock? Three uh, o'clock next
2: Monday. Fi- so finally, the the are you going to pick the Rangers not to finish last in the West? Little little. Yeah, deep. I mean the.
3: Ra- the Rangers are doing some decent stuff. I mean, they're not going anywhere yet, but they're they doing—they're—they're on the right track. You know, it's hard for some of these teams to be patient, you know. Patience is a really hard thing. Patience is a really hard thing for me. Uh, but they, they, I think they finally decided, instead of just trying to buy and buy and buy, let's do a little bit of both. And, you know, remember with the Astros, remember the Astros, they lost 100 games, and they came with their all those dudes, remember all those guys they brought up for the minor league? And that started it. Then they went out and got, you know, Verlander and some other people. And they, the next thing you know, they're winning championships. So that's, uh, of wish they were cheating, but that's a whole other story.
0: All right, switch to the Thunder right quick. Um, man, uh, probably a surprising win would be the way I would describe yesterday uh, with the Suns in town. Devin Booker lit him up again, but so SGA was good. Aaron Wiggins came off the bench in the fourth quarter and kind of turned that game. Uh, into the Thunder's favor. When you look at the standings now, Oklahoma City in eighth place, a win behind Golden State for a tie for seventh. You know, if Dallas would lose a game. Do you think it's more likely that the Thunder misses the play, on, play in altogether or actually grabs one of the six playoff spots?
3: Oh, I think it's more likely they'll get in the top six than they get not get totally out. I mean, you can watch this team, fellas, they're trying to get in. I mean, they're not. These players are fired up. Even though I still think they're playing way too many players, but that's because they're still developing, you know. So I mean, this is this is working out beautifully for them. It really is. And That win last night, of course. If you know, I mean, obviously, if Durant is healthy, they're not. They're not beating that. But it's that was a great comeback. They're behind the whole time, and then, like you said, Wiggins came in and sparked them and uh it was uh it was a nice win so, they're, they're uh i so they go to los angeles and play three times right they play the clippers twice and and the lakers mm-hmm. and i think one of the keys is but you can't get swept in those three games if they can win if they can win one of those three games and i think they're in really good shape if they get swept then that's the curve and then because then they come back and play some teams that they should beat so and I heard the crowd yesterday was unbelievable. So that's
2: cool. Yeah, that was my next Finally question. A good crowd. Yeah, the the crowd. That's the best I've seen him since I can. I can't even remember when. Josh
0: Giddey says the best
2: crowd he's
3: had in two years.
2: How how much does a young team feed off of that?
3: Well, I mean, I'm sure they loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's great. The more people you play in, the more you know, in front of them, the more fun it is. Especially when it's your home crowd. Um, and and you know, and winning certainly helps too because that means that some of those people will come back. And, um, but they're, look, they're, 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 they're going in the right direction. That's the key. They're definitely going in the right direction. So, uh, the key for them is just, uh, you know, get home, run back and see what, what happens next year. Try to get a really good draft pick. I'd like to still be, a, I'd like to still see them in the lottery, but if they're not, so be it, you know,
0: how surprised are you that they're, that they've been able to put it back together this quickly?
3: Well, I picked them to, I picked them to ha- I picked them to have 25 wins. So, I mean, they're going to rip off 40. <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, we I think everybody no, nobody thought they were going to be this good including them. Right. You know, I mean, if you put a true chairman Sam Sam Presti is such a tremendous, I don't want to be mean. Um, I don't want to say BS or he's such a he he, is, he can tell you anything that he wants to tell you. It's so he, He's so good at that that maybe my truth serum he might be able to beat my truth serum.
1: Okay,
3: he might be one of the only people around that say I don't I don't give me a truth serum I'll still tell you what I want to tell you. But I think if you put the truth serum in him, he would say there's no way they thought that they were going to be this good. So yeah, they they got to be really excited and not getting too excited because you know you don't want to suddenly lose your mind and do something stupid. Get a draft pick, bring Holmgren in, see if you can get a big man. You know, if they, go, if they do get into the playoffs and they're drafting, like, in the low 20s or something, well, then maybe you might have to go big man. Right. But I still think they need another wing. I think they need another shooter wing kind of guy. Um, I anyway, think Isaiah Joe uh, got back on track a little bit. That's nice to see. They let him play. I... I I'm telling you, man. I'd li- I'd really would like to see them trade uh, trade Man, I, I'm 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 kind of tired of looking at him already. I apologize, but I'm try- I'm tired of looking at the guy. Uh, but having said that, they're going in the right direction, you know. And uh, if they go if they go 40 and 42, or maybe even better, that would be amazing. I mean, just a great year.
0: College baseball. Uh, Oklahoma took two out of three at home against TCU. Oklahoma State went out to Tech. Uh, and uh, lost two out of three. What are your thoughts on the state schools this week the on the uh, college baseball diamond?
3: Well, OSU just blew game one. I mean, you you, you have a big old. You got to lead. You got you got to take care of it, man. I mean, that's just a shame. Give up four in the eighth and then lose an extra inning, and then they just get lit. Obviously, OSU's got to find a little bit better uh, bottom of their rotation. Um, the uh, kid with two names. What's his name? Help me out. The, Oh, uh, I can't remember. Never name. mind. I know, I know you're talking he, about Yeah, He is big time. Like, as in, like, all-American big time. But other than that, they got dudes that will go up and down, and up and down. They got to get more consistent. Good thing it's early in the season. You know? I mean, they still got a chance to do something. But, man, you got to win that first game, fellas. You got to win it, man. You got the lead and you, you blow the game. And then, uh, you know, you do a really nice job game two and then you just get lit game three. Um but it leaves us on the road. And it's nice to see OU. I mean, Skip Johnson, he does a good job, man. He makes sure his teams get better. That's what he does with them. They get better. And that's a really nice two out of three against TCU. So I think both of them will be involved, you know? I think both of them will be involved.
0: Yeah, Watts Brown. Juran Watts Brown. So That's what yeah, that's we're talking huge. about, yeah.
3: Have you seen him pitch yet?
0: No, I wait, have not. Wait. I've seen his stats, Next, wait. but not good.
3: If, if you get a chance, man, turn it on on the first night, Friday night. When he pitches, he is—he's uh, got some good stuff now. He's—he's he's, he's a good pitcher, really good pitcher.
0: Yeah, they got what Baylor coming to town uh, this week uh, for OSU. Yeah, it'd
3: be nice—nice to, nice to sweep Baylor if you can. They're—they're they're okay. They're not great. So we'll try to get back on track. But you know how it is with these three-game series, fellas. You got to take two out of three. you Got to take two out of three. I mean, TCU is ranked in the top twenty-five, so it's not like they're bums. And you're on the road. But when you, you have that lead in the game one, that just, I'm sure Sauce Holiday all the way home is just like probably steaming, more than likely, knowing him. My final
2: question lost in the shuffle of March Madness and everything we've talked about, there is NFL free agency in the offseason. Who's having the best offseason so far in your eyes?
3: Well, I think your Cowboys have made two good moves. I mean, I like the wide receiver, uh, Cooks. That helps them. And, um, I like uh, the other uh, move they made for the corner. So, uh, I, I, look, I I think that your Cowboys have a chance. The unfortunate thing is that I don't know is, that, is Dak Prescott still y'all's quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Well, the good news is like Zeke thought.
2: is not our running
3: back. So. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: exactly right.
3: <laughs> Although you know what, I bet you Jerry. I bet you Jerry's not resigned. I bet. I'll bet you. I bet he re-signs him for like three million or something. <laughs> oh, I just no, have no, a feeling. Us.
2: I'm knocking on wood. I have right a now. feeling. I
3: have a <laughs> no. feeling. How can you guys not have Zeke on your squad, man? That's what it's all about. To uh, see the little fat boy run out there and run in for a one yard <laughs> touchdown. And everybody, he's run for a touchdown in the last eight games. <laughs> yeah, and in those eight touchdowns, he, they were nine yards. It was nine <laughs> yards of, of touchdown in eight games. Congratulations.
0: Uh, I'd put that out of my mind until just now. I moved on. They were
3: good, though. Cowboys, Cowboys, you, you guys have had a good one. My Steelers have had a great offseason. They never make moves.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know? The Steelers have had a great offseason. Patrick Peterson and the guard from Philadelphia, who I can't pronounce his name, but he's really good. Uh, the Steelers, I'm telling you, look out for the Steelers. And I don't know if you saw this, but every free agent, they talked to him. Did you see what they said? Uh- Everyone that they brought in, they all said, they've got a great quarterback here. Oh, really? dude, now, yeah, go read it. Peterson said it. Can you pronounce the dude from Philly's name? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I can't. Okay, good. Um, but he said it. There was a, They brought in somebody else, and he said it. Everyone said, they've got an elite quarterback here. I was like, yes. I've got, I thought it was really good at the end of the year, but when I hear people like that, Patrick Peterson flat out said, I wanted to come somewhere where I could win a trophy and have a really good quarterback, and I got both. Now, maybe he's being a little bit glad, but hey, it's going to be nice, man. The Steelmen, look out for this. Maybe it could be the Steelers and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, and hopefully it's like the last one and not the few before that.
3: Yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see what happens if they get there. <laughs> and how about Orlando
2: Brown getting paid going to Cincinnati?
3: Yeah, the Bengals have done a nice job, too. They, they've lost guys, but they didn't. I mean, a lot of people think Orlando Brown's the best tackle in the game. So he should get paid. And there's been some interesting quarterback moves, obviously. I thought that the, uh, I thought the Bears made a great move by, t- by, uh, uh, by trading their uh, number one, you know, NFL, the NFL's got it down, dude. They're like literally a 12 month out of the year yep. thing now, aren't yep. they? They yep. really are. They're amazing. They're That's why they're so good Because every single week there's things that are happening, you know, they've done it so perfectly. Yeah. And that- this, this, this has been a really good one, guys. Really fun off season. It really has.
0: This is about the time the the Super Bowl hype wears off. Here you are with free agency. Here in a week or two to be like, all right, free agency's pretty well settled. Oh, it's time to talk draft. Then the draft will happen. What? Then you'll start hearing some things about the OTAs. OTA, yeah. And all of a sudden, we're into spring. Tra- we're into uh, the and, and, fall. Camps. And, listen,
3: and listen, skinny. I was playing poker yesterday, and they were talking about football. And I, I try not to get into it. You know unless somebody knows me. And so I'm just sitting there and the guys are going, yeah, he goes, man, the day after the Super Bowl, man, things get really messed up. And I looked, I looked down at the guy and said, what are you talking about, man? I said, the day after the Super Bowl, things start to heat right back up again. And he goes, well, I guess you're right. You know, I don't know. I don't know what he was saying, but I thought the off season is just great for the NFL. You know, it's great. So I, uh, I enjoy that. It's fun, especially – my Steelers never make any moves. You know, they're one of the cheapest organizations around. And now because they don't have to pay Roethlisberger anymore. Hey, you guys are going to have this when in a couple of years, when you guys decide to get rid of Dak, you are going to have the same thing, fellas. You'll see. It's fun. It's really fun to be able to spend a bunch of money.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. When
3: it's not yours. Of course.
0: course, Uh, that it's probably further away than we would hope, uh, in a lot of ways, but, yeah, I, uh, oh, I just it, – it's hard to get too excited when you know that it's still Dak and it's still Mike McCarthy and it's still – they're going to have to prove it yeah. before, before I'll believe it.
3: You got it, though, dude. Think about this as you go to sleep tonight. Think about Mike McCarthy calling the play. That's going to make <laughs> you so much better.
0: All
2: right, well, okay? Jim, I really enjoyed it. I'm just shocked we got this and, whole NFL and, talk and we didn't even bring up hey, Mr. Baker, hey, by way, Baker. By the way, By the
3: way, and 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 Kellen and Kellen Moore. He won't be like Kellen Moore, who's trying to light up the scoreboard. He's, Mike McCarthy's not going to try to light up. Going for it. <laughs> that's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. I want to run the ball and let my defense get out of here.
2: At least they re-signed so the best backup four. in the league in Cooper Rush, right? <laughs> yeah, that's
3: <for sure. laughs> right. No like Baker, Baker, uh, Tampa Bay, look out too, huh? Hey, I'm telling you, Trask. They like trash down there. We'll see. Well, right, send so them I got go to yeah. a funer- I gotta go to a funeral, and then I got to mm. drive out to there to today. Sir. So I appreciate y'all so much, and the podcast is really good this time around. Uh, starting today, the Julian Jim Traber podcast. The uh, It's called – it started with donuts and it ended with donuts. So that should tell you uh, it's a really good one.
0: All so right. Uh,
3: it's about donuts.
0: I can't wait. All right, Jim, hey, be careful coming out, and uh, thanks for being with us on a Monday.
3: Okay, fellas. See you guys.
0: You bet. That's the ultimate Jim Traber joining us here from Sarah National, as he does each and every Monday. Good stuff. The NFL does. I mean, like basketball free agency – the NBA, it's good. The draft isn't as big a deal. I mean, it's a big deal if you're up there. Depending on, on it,
2: where, where your team it. is at. Like if if you're, you're more focused, okay, we got to draft better, which is what the Thunder – I mean, they bank on a lot. You know, they don't bank – you can't – we're not attracting huge stars through uh, free agency. But when they're really good, there's possibilities of attracting really good stars and, and pairing them with someone like SGA. Someone might want to come that way. So, yeah, when those –
0: Like when, half the league doesn't care about the NBA draft. No, a, a lot of you know, it, and it, and sometimes only it's the just lottery teams.
2: It feels like is really yeah, and even invested. some of them don't care yeah. because
0: they're big markets and they don't, sure. they don't have to rely on hitting. Whereas every team, every all thirty-two in the NFL care about the draft. Yeah, immensely. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's where there's an advantage there uh, for the NFL. But they're just the best. I mean, it's year-round. It's, the
2: they've cornered it. It's it's. Um and, it's, and if you think about it, they, they had this business plan. I just suspect, suspect they have had this business plan for decades because they are one of the first major sports uh, organizations that got a network. Yeah. The NFL network. And, and they know how to use it. And they're like, okay, if we're going to have a network, we need to be a year-round product. Mm-hmm. And they have become that. It no is, doubt. It's awesome.
0: No doubt. Yeah, they've, they've done that exactly the way that it, it, was, it should be
1: done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, no doubt about that. All right, uh, we will sign off. Thank you to the folks here at Sayre National. Once again, a couple more Saturday scrambles. We've got the two tournaments uh, coming up in April. There's more throughout the summer, but really focusing on those to kick off the year. The alumni on the April the 8th, that's a two-man scramble. The Bob is a four-man. Spots in the morning on Saturday for the Bob. The afternoon is filled, so if you're going to play, play in the morning. Uh, Come out and get you around it. It's going to be warm this week. Skinny on Sports at the Sports Center. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening.
2: That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye.
0: Are you looking for a place to watch the excitement of March Madness? Maybe a spot to enjoy the final round of the Masters. Or do you need a venue to hold an alumni get-together? The clubhouse at Sayre National is your spot. Maybe you just need a spot to relax after a round of golf. The sports bar at Sayre National is the place with huge TVs and plenty of cold beverages to turn those bogeys on the course into birdies afterward. Don't forget the banquet room can hold a lot of folks with access to the sports bar as well. Come enjoy the atmosphere at Sayre National, Western Oklahoma's most inclusive club.